Welcome to this amazing, mind-blowing podcast. A weekly catch-up with a different executive member each week, talking about what they do, what they have done, and any other exciting things going on at OUSA. It's Executive Chairs. It is Executive Chairs here on the One Radio 191 FM, and right now I'm joined by Welfare and Equality Rep, Mayor Polishchik. Ick, sorry, God, you just told me how to say it properly and I already got it wrong. Uh, Maureen, it's you. Hi, how are you? I'm very good, and yourself? I'm good um, this morning, this early morning. Um, nice, <laughs> early? Oh. <laughs> Gee, you guys, you got it so good, you lot. Um, right, so um, what exactly is your role? What does a welfare and um, equ- uh, equity rep do? So... Um, with my role, I have a job description, yes. and the majority of that d- job description is working with a few interest groups around the university. So mm-hmm. that includes like student health and Thursdays in Black, those yep. sorts of positions or those sorts of um, organisations, I suppose, um, as well as sitting on the university committees. Mm-hmm. So um, we push for representation on as many university committees as we can, mm-hmm. um, and I tend to sit on the welfare and equity related ones, um, like the ethical behaviour committee, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just working with interest groups that represent um, more marginalised groups around the university, as well as working with the university to make sure those voices are heard. There are a lot of committees, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many committees. Yeah. Uh, and so many amazing interest groups as well. Yeah. Yeah, um, that do such great work uh, to represent uh, a lot of uh, uh, different students ar- around the place. And I, so I guess you're the, you're the, the catchment for, for all of them uh, and bringing that to the executive. Uh, yeah. To, to um, really let everybody know what's going on uh, in and around the university. Yeah. I mean, it's hard since there's so many of, of the groups but I hope that you know they like often they'll come to me with issues as mm-hmm. they arise. So hopefully I can deal with that. Yeah. I try to reach out to a lot of the a lot of the groups that deal with welfare and equity related issues mm-hmm. around the uni as well yeah. um, to see what I can help them with because I know sometimes it can be a bit hard to to come forward about the issues that people are facing. Yeah, and I guess it must be hard with there being so many committees and so many interest groups, and you've got to kind of represent everybody on these committees. Um, but you're only one person. Mm-hmm. So, and with that in mind, because I know one of the things that was really important for you going into this year was proper representation for students. Mm-hmm. You know, and do you think, and it's something that's been an issue for a very long time. You know, is there any, pro, have you had any progress on that? Um, you know, getting more students on the University Council, for example, uh, more representatives on there or, or anywhere else across the space? Um, I know. For, as the University Council, as an example, um, I know Michaela's working really hard since she sits on that already to get a Turopo Māori representative on there as well as her, which I think would be really great. But in general, um, most of the representation, I guess, comes from people either coming to me or joining my Welfare and Equity Committee as well mm-hmm. um, and coming to me there with issues about the groups that they represent so that I can make sure that their voices are heard on the committees because sometimes it can be hard to push for an extra voice on, on the committees. We get a bit of pushback about that sometimes. Yes, you do indeed. Um, one of the great things uh, in Aotearoa over the last wee while is the fact that that the current government 
is going to roll out its pilot program, or go from a pilot program to a full program of providing um, high school students with sanitary items for free, which mm-hmm. is an amazing thing, incredible thing. Um, and OUSA has uh, done a pretty good job over the last wee while of providing uh, sanitary items for students as well. Um, but you are going to take that further and make things a little bit more ethical on that side of things as well, right? Yeah, so I really hope to. Um, I am working with OI, um, which stands for the Organic Initiative. Um, so that gives you a bit of information about what they're about. Yeah. But um, we're in talks at the moment about some sort of partnership. I don't know, I think they're, they're in talks with other university students' associations as well um, in terms of maybe a buy one, get one free system where people can buy an OI product and another one gets donated um, to, like, maybe to us to give away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really hoping that that works out. Um, it is in the very early stages. They only even came up with the idea a few weeks ago. Yeah. So we're still sort of, you know, waiting on a bit more information about that before we can definitely put it in place. But, yeah, definitely keen on providing free sanitary products to the students at Otago. That's great. That's great because um, we, we do a good job and their product is ethical because there's a lot of concern with the cotton industry, especially in Australia at the moment, and its use of water and killing off of fish and stuff so um, we'd like to see that happen um, a couple other things obviously in Critic this week there was um, an article about a trans student being dead named um, you know trying to change their name on the university system uh, as well as chat around gender neutral bathrooms and this one's been coming up for a long time as well uh, and some departments have done a really good job and other departments have done nothing at all uh, and the university tends to say that we're going to leave it up to particular departments to do things. I don't want to call out any department by name, but there are some that are, um, are terrible. And then you've got the issues within the link uh, and the university library. Um, the university came out and said, you know, oh, well, uh, if we build new buildings, 25% of toilets need to be gender neutral. Um, but it's not hard to retrofit toilets with a sign at the front saying this toilet here is gender neutral, right? Yeah, I, do, I mean, I don't know too much about the, the politics of inserting a gender neutral bathroom, but it doesn't seem like it would be that hard no. to be putting those in. Um, there's so many toilets around campus. Um, surely some of them, some of them could be gender neutral. And I think as well, even if it is more difficult than that, the university should probably be putting an effort to be retroactively fitting those those toilets into um, the buildings that already exist. Because, to be honest, like making new buildings with gender-neutral bathrooms doesn't mean that those buildings are more often used than like the library or something that yeah. doesn't have very many. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, um, the university is supposed to be like this bastion of freedom and openness and inclusiveness and forward-thinking and they're really lacking on this. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think it's such a shame that people feel the need to... I know, in general, if you have to walk a while from your lab, like, take time out of your lecture to go to the bathroom because mm. there's not one nearby to you, that's impacting your study. Um, if it's really cold, then that's just impacting your well-being. You have to be out in the cold 
um, I think it's a big shame. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, if any students are around near, oh, you were saying, need to go, well, our toilets are general neutral, so come on up. Um, yeah, and, and the same with dead naming of trans students. A university coming out and saying it's a technical issue, uh, but once again, it's not a hard issue, so I don't see where the technicality comes in it. You just let some person know, and that person just goes about and changes the name. Yeah, um, I think it's such a shame, like, honestly, hearing from the the trans student who spoke to Critic was absolutely heartbreaking. I think it's such a shame. Mm. Um, yeah, I think the university definitely needs to be reminded of the fact that that's something that is a really big deal to trans students, yes. and that means that that needs to be a big deal to them as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and making sure, you know, if there is technical difficulties with it, then making sure that those are resolved as soon as possible. I mean, the university's got a huge IT department. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how you have technical issues yeah. with changing a name. Um, but that's the thing, right? And I like the way you've just put it there. Um, uh, they might not see it at first as being a huge issue, but they've got to understand to that student or those students, it's massive. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, for sure. You know, And you've got uh, their well-being has to be at the forefront of yeah. everything uh, that the university does. Or it should be anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah ridiculous. Um, so hopefully that gets sorted out of that particular student um, soon, if not already, mm-hmm. uh, and then it makes it easy for others um, who follow to get the same result. Yeah. be good. be really good. Definitely. Um, right, and uh, I was going to mention the COVID vaccine rollout. We support that, right, are you going to say? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, definitely. If you're if you've been asked to take the vaccine, you should be taking the vaccine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, uh, students will be told when it is uh, their turn. Mm-hmm. Everybody will be getting some kind of letter or email or what. I don't actually know how they let you know. Yeah, me neither. Is it through the app, perhaps? <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> it actually seems like a great idea. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, yeah. everyone has the app. Yes, <laughs> yes. Hopefully, they're scanning all the time. There's QR codes all around the university, so you should be doing so and having your Bluetooth on, even though it does drain your battery a little bit faster. But that's all right. Take a charger and lose it because I need a new one. Uh, this is <laughs> if you do lose a charger, go to lost property. It's crazy how much uh, property these uh, those students lose all the time. Uh, anyway, fantastic. So it's, it seems like you're doing um, a great job. And you're Thank you. You're getting stuck in. Yes, not, I hope so. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's <laughs> uh, it's a big role. Yep. Yeah. And um, but I'm sure you're taking on the figure. And the fact that you've got Michaela there who had the role last year. Uh, there to, I guess, help you and guide you over the first couple of months has been pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's been great. I've, I mean, she she's moved her office, so it's back next to the bullpen, so I yeah. can sort of talk to her at any point um, when she's in. Um, yeah. Get advice from her. It's been awesome. I think that was a great idea. Me too. On the cows front, yeah, fantastic. Um, you know, because it's all just one big team. Yeah. That's right, that's right. Hey, well, thank you for coming in this morning and letting us know about what you do and who you are and how you do it. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure, man. Have yourself a wonderful day, and we'll have you back in at some stage throughout the year. Awesome. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.